I started seeing triggers as gifts because they were telling me where my growth edge was, which was the only way, the only way I was going to be able to become the best version of myself. Welcome to Wiseish. On this show, we combine modern neuroscience with ancient wisdom so you can master your emotions, heal your relationships, and pass on a legacy that you're proud of. I'm your host, Dr. Kavita. I'm a Harvard-trained physician and a double board certified psychiatrist. And my passion is to teach you the tools that help me create the life of my dreams. Let's get started. Hey, everyone. How are you guys all doing? I had a little break in between my sessions and whenever I can sneak a little break in between and whenever my daughter lets me, (laughs) I want to come on here and share something with you guys. So I actually had, um, you know, my, my bunch of sessions this morning and somebody asked me a question that I thought was really uh, a good question and it's something that a lot of people have asked. And I wanted to share what my way of thinking about that is with you guys. It's a topic we all need, right? It's a topic that I did not even know was a topic for a long time. I didn't even know that there was such a thing called triggers. I literally was so fused with my thoughts and emotions for so long that I would just react. And it made perfect sense to me in my head And I had no distance to even call it a trigger, you know, so you can imagine how reactive my life was for a long, long, long time. So um, anyway, since then, I've learned a lot about the way the brain thinks and thoughts and feelings and um, how we tend to repress emotions and um, past events and why we get triggered and what we can do about it. Right. Because to me, triggers when I didn't have a handle on it, it felt like a powerful animal that that was overriding me all the time. It's like if you're like riding an elephant or something and suddenly it just goes wild and it throws you off and rampage through your forest. My triggers and my reactivity to my triggers has hurt a lot of people, including myself, in my life. Whether that means... I am pursuing with anger or escalations, or sometimes I would create such a defensive fortress around my head that I would withdraw, right? So here's a little something that uh, might help because when I realized this, it sort of really changed my perspective. I used to think of triggers as problems, okay? As problems that, you know, I, I... I, there was something wrong with me. Why was I reacting like this? And I needed to get rid of it. Okay, that was my outlook. I have to get rid of my triggers. They're causing a lot of problems. And it's true, they were. But the way I was relating to wanting to get rid of them only made me sort of not like myself and sort of abandon myself, right? That seemed to somehow play into me getting more triggered when something happened. 
because I think I was repressing my emotions so much and that takes so much energy, you know, having to rationalize things and repress them. It is so exhausting that when I did get triggered, finally, I would like blow my lid, you know? So here's the thing that um, really had me shift. I started to think of triggers as one, something within myself, meaning it's got nothing to do with the situation, right? The situation is just reminding me of something within. And secondly, I started viewing them as gifts, okay? I started seeing my triggers as gifts because here's the thing. If I am truly committed to growth and to becoming my best self, which I I really am, that is my... Um, biggest goal in my life. If that is true, the only way that I can grow is to hit up against my growth edges, right? Growth isn't this sort of like passive activity that happens in the background while I'm doing the dishes, you know? It is an active engagement with my growth edges, right? And these triggers were literally showing me where those growth edges were. I mean, it's kind of like if I had, you know, diabetes and I was, um, I I went to the doctor and without any major thing happening yet, they said, oh, your sugars are out of control. This is what it is. You can do this and it will be better. I mean, that's a gift. It's better than if I only figured out, I was saying this to uh, a group of physicians yesterday. What if I only figured out that I had diabetes when my leg fell off? (laughs) That'd be terrible. I don't want that. Right? (laughs) Lindsay, um, you're so sweet. I like, I, I, I know what you mean. I think I'm in your head because I have lived a lot of the stories of our group here of all of you guys. I've lived through that story and it took me 10 plus years and a lot of damage to figure it out. So I know how it feels to be there. Yeah. So here's the thing. I started seeing triggers as gifts because they were telling me where my growth edge was, which was the only way, the only way I was going to be able to become the best version of myself. And without doing that, I would I would definitely die with regret. I know that about myself. I know that I would die with regret if I didn't become the best version of myself. And so for me, I started realizing these were like knocks at the door. These were like great signposts for me to say, ah, there's my next growth edge. So that's one shift that really helped. The other shift that really helped me is to realize, like I said, that the triggers were coming within me, from within me, and it was less to do with the environment. And I'll give you an example, a metaphor that really helped me. I see triggers as a um, sort of a minefield of little wounds within myself. And because those wounds haven't been healed, right, whoever happens to be strolling by they could touch on any one of the minefields and it sort of blows up, okay? It's not my fault because I sometimes don't even know 
that I have these minefields. And it's not the other person's fault because they're just strolling along. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but it's that perfect sort of storm of these minefields and this person, even vertically, especially our partners, because they're they're walking so close to us, right? And we are to them as well. And so they inadvertently rub up against these raw spots and these minefields. And so I'll give you an example, okay, that, um, that really brings us home, I think it might, for you. Think about if someone came up to me right now and they said, Covey, you're a giraffe, okay? I would probably just laugh thinking, oh, is this person trying to be funny? Or because I'm a psychiatrist, I might be like, oh, is this person, you know, psychotic? But I definitely would not say, ouch, oh my God, how could you say that about me? That is terrible. You're a terrible person for saying that. Why? Because I don't have a minefield, a raw spot called giraffe within me. So because of that, that stimulus doesn't cause much of a reaction. It might cause some curiosity, maybe a mild irritation, but I don't have much of an energetic response to that because it's not touching on any wound for me. Now contrast this with if someone came up to me and said, Covey, your, um, your partner loves work more than uh, you. I would have quite a response, okay? Because I've done this work for a while, I know that about myself and so I can catch myself. But that is something that would trigger me. Why? Because I grew up in a family where my perception at least was that my dad put his career before us, put his work before us. We barely saw him when we did. He was extremely strict and only talked about um, academics and our uh, disappointing performance academically. So for me, I, I longed for feeling that security that I was loved more than professional work, right? So because that wound is within me, it's really easy. Someone only has to like look a certain way or raise their eyebrows a certain way and I've already formed the entire story and I have a, a huge response physiological response because my limbic system is trying to protect me because there's a wound hi Niti does that make sense give me a yes if or or click the heart or something give me an emoji if I'm resonating with you I want to make sure that I'm, um, you know, taking you guys step by step so you know what I'm talking about. Does that resonate? Do you guys get what I'm saying? If someone said something to me, my response, great, Brandy, my response depends on how much it has rubbed up or not against one of my raw spots. When I realize that, when I realize the raw spots are minefields and I don't have to be ashamed of them, they're actually gifts, they're growth edges, okay? That's why I say marriage or relationships is a cauldron for growth. I have never come across some uh, container for growth like relationships and marriage, man. There literally is nothing else on the planet that can push our buttons, and I, I now welcome that 
because that is the only way. It's like breadcrumbs on the path to my own growth. So when I have a huge reactivity now, and it still happens sometimes, but I'm able to pull back and say, one, I don't need to be upset at myself for having that reaction or be upset about the other person and make it their fault. It is a gift. It is telling me that there is something here for me to examine, something to grow, something to heal. Okay. And the second thing that I remember is if I had a huge reaction, it is because there is a raw spot within me. That person just happened to, it's sort of like because of the raw spot, a gentle breeze feels like a forest fire. So those two um, shifts in the way I perceive reactivity and my own triggers then led me down the path. Again, like picking breadcrumbs, it led me down the path of actually creating the, the system that I now help other people with, with healing from the inside out. Because I truly believe that if you are um, unconscious of your own triggers and don't even know the map of your own uh, inner wounds, then no amount of communication skills or anything else is going to permanently heal your yourself, your life, and your relationships because you are the common denominator. You are the foundation of everything else, right? So if I was, you know, blaming work or blaming my partner or blaming my kids or blaming the weather, and I'm trying to fix all these external things, to me, it's like trying to build a really expensive house on a foundation of sand, it is inevitable that it is going to sink. Doesn't matter whether it's you're building a hut or you're building, you know, you're throwing a million dollars into this house. Doesn't matter. The foundation is, is going to determine whether this, what you're building in your life is going to um, last. Does that resonate? I hope I'm um, making sense. So one of the things that I found is, is um, crucial in the journey is, is healing ourselves, showing up as a, as a more healed person, more aware, okay? And there's a lot of reparenting work that we have to do with our own wounds. Hi, Christina! Dude, it's so good to see you here. How are you doing? Are you back at work or are you still um, like able to stay home for a little longer? How's that going? I know it's harder when you're working in the hospital, right? Especially the work you do being CL. So, yeah. Um, if you really want to permanently shift things in your reactivity, in your uh, capacity to stay calm, in your capacity to handle relationships and interactions differently, and in your the the, the relationships, the marriage, and the life that you're creating, because you are creating everything in your life right now. If you really want a shift that is permanent in that, you have to start with self. You have to start with a secure self. 
Okay. And you have to start with seeing that need to heal within as a gift, because that's the only way to growth. And growth is, in my opinion, the reason why we're all here. So I've never stopped going in. Oh, geez. Wow. Dude, stay safe out there. And thank you. Thank you for the work you're doing. Every one of you, whether you're going in or you're supporting from the background, thank you. I've never been more proud to be a physician. Even though I actually don't work in the hospital anymore, supporting physicians in the work I do makes me really proud because of the work that you guys are doing and I get to support you. It's just such a noble, amazing, exhausting, sacrificing, overwhelming, stressful, and um, and joyful in some ways, right, thing to, to be engaged in. Oh, thank you, man. Thank you for saying that. How come we still haven't met? This is just crazy. Okay, after COVID, we have to, this is a rule. Okay, Christina, <laughs> shake on it. Shake on it. We have to meet up, ma'am. So um, that's it for today. If you guys are uh, wanting to learn how to do that in the shortest time possible, because I spent 10 years and wasted, I don't know, I went through, I lost three important relationships. I went through a divorce. Like, I would not wish that pain on anyone. If you guys want to learn how to heal from the inside out as quickly as possible, reach out to me, send me a private message, or um, just comment below the live, and I will reach out to you. I'm here. You can do this, but you have to start from here. Okay. Absolutely. I love it. I love that it's all in caps. Okay. I'm going to trust the all caps and know that it's going to happen. Okay. <laughs> I love you. Love you guys so much. Um, take on, take on your own healing. Be brave. You got this. There's a whole, there's a whole world of possibility and you get one life. Jamie. Yay. Awesome. Love you too, man. Love you too. I will reach out to you, Jamie. And, um, See you guys later. I'll try to pop in whenever I can. Yes, yes, self-healing is where it's at. That's a foundation for everything else, everything else that you will ever create. Everything that you have right now is a result of your foundation. Everything that you will ever create in your future is a result of what you've done with your foundation or not. So hugs to all of you. Hugs, Christina. Love you guys and talk to you soon and uh, reach out to me if I can help. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for spending time with me today. I hope that you enjoyed the show and that you're leaving with some great takeaways and maybe even some breakthroughs. If you're ready to master these tools and apply them to your life, come join us in Mastery. It's our monthly membership program where we help you customize these tools to your life. Plus, we coach you and support you along the way. You can get all the details at bit.ly forward slash masters of fate that's one word no space masters of fate bit.ly forward slash masters of fate the link is in the show notes i hope to see you there